This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. It's been downloaded over 2 million times, which makes it one of the most popular podcatchers on the platform. You can browse podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels all on one app. It synchronizes across all your Android devices and automatically downloads new episodes so you never miss your favorite shows. Download Podcast Republic from the Google Play Store today. Podcast Republic, a podcast app you can trust. It's Radio Free Bofa, and uh, I'm Donovan. <laughs> and I'm Arthur. And this week, a special guest coming to you live uh, from Cincinnati with Arthur, sharing a microphone. It's our friend Betsy. Hello. Hell yeah. She up in this. <laughs> she is. The first, uh, the first legit guest. Uh, I guess Adele doesn't actually count as one. <laughs> I have to upstage Adele. You didn't tell me this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wear glass too. Now that yeah, I think about that's it, right. it's I been star studded. <laughs> but Patsy, uh, I put I put you above both of them easily. Oh. Radio free Bofa. I don't. It's Bofa these guests. Bofa what? Oh shit! That's a much better joke than the fucking low ball uh, Bofa these nuts. I was gonna make. <laughs> I can't stop with that stupid joke. Dude. It has been it's... cracking me up. I got Brock super super well in our chat earlier with. Uh, <laughs> Oh god, what was the what was the shitty one that I used? With the uh saw oh, the saw con. You gotta you gotta make sure you unlock the saw con. What's the saw con? <laughs> saw con D's nuts. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Highbrow humor. Highbrow humor out here. Fucking sixty nine nice. Yeah. Uh well before we get into these questions, uh Hey everybody, it's your boy. Um so Betsy is her first guest, as you know, and uh, the questions got a little too personal for her taste. Uh, we got to talking after the show, and she decided she didn't want this part included. So I'm going to just drop you in after that. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Jesus Christ. Wow, shit. That's a pretty... Fucking coming pretty, out swinging. Uh, Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a pretty good uh, intro. I feel like uh, now's as good a time as any to mention that uh, that Betsy is my ex-girlfriend. And and current, full time menace, full time menace, and uh, and current good friend, um, and I I came to visit in the hospital one time, and uh, we made out on the hospital bed, and uh, her nurses kept walking by and looking at us like, <laughs> oh, isn't that so precious? <laughs> what uh, what position was the adjustable hospital bed in for for ideal makeout? This is important information. Uh. Uh, back at like seventy degrees. <laughs> all right, all right. We were both kind of seated, Indian style, just just the kithin. Yeah. All right. Hold on a second. I'm just I'm just taking notes on this. You're just taking <laughs> notes for when you visit somebody in the hospital. You know, or if I'm in the hospital, I'm now I'm now prepared. Here's, Maybe I can drop. Here's that how you get in. On some Bring of the a bunch of fucking weird Satanist books because that worked on me. So. <laughs> kick kick ass strategy. Well, uh. Let's go ahead and get into some questions then. Uh, and I don't think we mentioned either. This is a show about relationships where we go through questions from both Reddit uh, relationships, sex boards sometimes, and uh, and our anonymous question box from which we have a question this week. Woo! Uh, but we're going to start it with one of these uh, relationship questions from Reddit. So here we go. 
My 25F boyfriend, 26M, only drinks ice. Sorry for the Seinfeld-esque nature of this post, but I'm running into a weird thing with a semi-new relationship, and I'd like to get a second opinion on this. I've been together with my current boyfriend for just shy of seven months. It's been very good so far. I've been in a few relationships that last this long, and this is by far the best one. We haven't lived together yet, so it's not like I can reasonably say, hey, I know everything about this guy, and totally want to have his babies. But he's a really cool guy, and we have an absurd amount in common. Now, on our first few dates, I noticed that he ordered drinks and never sipped on them. And by the time we called ourselves a couple, he started doing the thing that he does now, which is where he orders a big glass of ice without liquid and eats and swallows the ice that way. It's not gross, but it's odd. I've never seen him drink anything, and thinking back, I've never seen him eat anything super juicy or watery, like soup, fruit, etc. Although that could be a coincidence, (laughs) I don't have the best memory. I've brought up this issue half-jokingly with him, and he said that he hates drinking liquid and that he only drinks ice. I I don't think that's the right verb for that. Uh, I'm cool with him not drinking alcohol. I like it very rarely, but prefer MJ, as does he. We live in a place where it's legal. But I'm almost freaked out by this. I've asked for a reason why, and he says he honestly doesn't know, but he hates it. I recently went to his apartment and was looking in his fridge, freezer for food and noticed that he has a pile of 15 plus ice trays in his freezer. Literally almost the whole thing filled up to the top with ice. I brought it up again and he looked at me and was lighthearted about it, but said seriously that he would never be able to drink liquid without it being ice and I had to accept it. Oh my God. I said fine, but I can't stop thinking about it. Like, he was great about it. We even joked together about this being something from Seinfeld. And he seemed cool about it, but again reiterated that he absolutely would not drink anything but frozen ice. Side note, he's also not cool with other drinks in ice form, just water. Now that we've been together a while, he's less awkward about chewing ice in front of me. Not with his mouth open or anything. And now that we've seriously talked about it, I'd expect him to do it all the time. I'll say that I really do love this dude, as much as you can this early in a relationship. We have an insane amount in common, and I have a few quirks of my own that he doesn't mind, although none I think this peculiar. Is this a red flag I'm missing? His total inflexibility with this concerns me a little, although he hasn't been like this with anything else in our relationship so far, and is very open-minded about literally everything else we talked about. This isn't as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be in my head, right? I can deal with being with a guy who only drinks ice if he's great in every other way. I just want to know that I'm not being crazy by thinking this isn't so bad. At the same time, though, it does worry me a little. But the fact that he was self-aware and willing to joke about it makes it better, so I really don't know. Could just use a second perspective. Also, in case someone brings this up, he doesn't have an iron deficiency or anything similar. I actually brought this up, and he says he's had it checked several times, and it's not that. TLDR, my boyfriend only drinks ice, will not drink any other liquid or water if it isn't completely frozen. Says he is completely unwilling to change, but is totally normal in all other areas. And it was posted by Need Ice Advice. (laughs) Very good. Very good name, Need Ice Advice. Fucking awesome. Okay, my initial thought is that this guy, uh, as a small child, uh, tipped up a glass too far and almost drowned that's what i'm thinking (laughs) that he had some he has some kind of fluid trauma 
that has rendered him incapable of consuming beverages of any kind. So, yeah, so you can only handle it handle it in the ice form. Yeah. It does transform into water while while he's, you know, yeah. eating this ice though. This is this is it's a strange uh like it just has to be solid when he holds it. This is fucking bizarre. <laughs> like my thought was some sort of deficiency, but if he's been checked for that, I guess that's out of the out of the ballpark. Yeah. This, and I think on top of this, though, she mentions at least he doesn't chew with his ice up. But you ever fucking hear somebody chew ice? That's like the worst thing in the entire world. It's, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrifying. I, I would be out on this one uh, pretty much immediately, even even though it's hilarious. I think the novelty would wear off uh, pretty quickly. Like what? It I can imagine scenarios where you can't get a grip on ice. Yeah. Would he just? <laughs> would he prefer death? Like what the fuck? No, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're somewhere the ice just isn't around, yeah, does he just, you know, become dehydrated and die if he's in, like, Europe for too long? <laughs> oh, yeah, he would be fucked in Europe. Yeah, man, or at least having to pay extra for, like, the big old cup of ice anywhere that he goes. I wonder if this guy gets lost in the desert if he wanders around going, ice, <laughs> ice. <laughs> He just comes across an oasis and is like, no, fuck this. No! <laughs> Dies in the fucking pool of fresh water surrounded by beautiful trees and flowers. Like, yeah. it's weird, but she's not wrong. Like, it's of all the weird things that somebody could have, it's not the worst that's out there. Totally. No, that's true. I mean, especially if he's a, if he's a good dude other than that. I'm yeah. the sort of person who is particularly bothered by chewing noises and also irritants, though. Yeah. So I think I personally would be out on this one. Are you saying uh, you don't uh, like mouth noises? Oh, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, absolutely oh, not. On. And chewing ice is literally the pinnacle, the pinnacle of the badness. Really? It's like hearing somebody chew on gravel. Like it's yeah, ugh, and you can feel like when you hear it. You can feel that feeling of just the coldness on your teeth and like, yeah. oh, God, you get that fucking horrible, horrible, like shivery sensation I'm getting right now. I, I don't like it. My other question is, does it have to be ice or could she like, <laughs> like freeze juice as ice well, cubes she, and give him she, that? She says in there that he won't do it with anything. Uh, oh, so it's anything literally that's not just water. Water ice. Okay. Yeah. That is super weird. <laughs> I want this. Sorry. This might be very healthy, actually. Like, imagine somebody that only drinks water. You would immediately go, this is a healthy guy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as he's just trying to put it in cube form, oh, now we have a problem. <laughs> oh, now he's a judgmental weirdo. society. Yeah. That's true. I get, yeah. I guess there's nothing abnormal about having water. It's just in the form well, he's doing it in. It's fucking weird. Yeah. What, what was her actual question at the end here? Like, a second opinion, like... What, is yes, this like, is, is it... this is a hundred percent weird. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fuck, of course, it's, it's not, weird. It doesn't seem like a red flag. Like it's not like, oh, he does. He he only eats ice. You know who else only ate ice? Jeffrey Dahmer. Like it's not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he didn't eat ice. He only ate humans. Yeah, so it's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit better than that. He did put them in fridges, so I mean, <laughs> he did freeze them. Yeah. Drilled. Ooh, true. He uh he used to drill holes in young men's heads and pour acid in them with the hopes of creating sex zombies, which that's that's not how that worked, Jeffrey. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey. Dead body plus uh, brain acid uh, equals Dead. sex zombie. Yeah, uh, evidently. Oh, death. Yeah, probably just that. 
<laughs> well, he didn't listen to relationship advice from you guys, so clearly. That's true. <laughs> yeah, should have had Jeffrey Dahmer on Radio Free Tote Bags. The world could have been a better place. Did you know that one of the dudes that he was going to kill, like, escaped... And then the fucking cops took him back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like ran out into the neighborhood and was like, I "What the fuck? This, I like was gonna that. fuck this guy, and he fucking freaked out. And he's gonna kill me." And it's like, "Oh, uh, lover spat. Yeah. We'll go ahead and take you back." <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Welcome to the true crime podcast with. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just completely uh, we're just completely changing our our topic this time. Yeah. Okay. TLDR. Weird, but. Probably not concerning. Yeah, no, I'd, exactly. I'd say stick with the guy. Yeah, no, no, no air horns for me. It just it just adds a little bit to his character. Although I will say, for the sake of humanity, you need to get to the bottom of why this is. Yeah, please yeah. find out. And, and like, is it water related, liquid related trauma as Arthur was talking about, or you know, I, I, I need answers on this. I've I never really heard want anything to know. like this. I need to well, know what this guy's favorite type of ice is. I'm sure he has uh, really strong opinions on this. Oh, like the different, like if he likes bottled water ice yeah. versus tap water ice, or like um, like crushed ice versus cubed or shaved, yeah. or the you know those little they almost look like what is that fucking Halloween candy that nobody eats? Dots, the ice yeah. that looks like dots with a little indent in the bottom. Oh yeah, that shit. I like rules. those. I those like those horrible. ones. And then there's like a little bit of liquid gets stuck in there, and it's like yeah. a little cup. It's like a little shot of water in your ice. Yeah, it's th- it's delightful. I like the pill ice, the uh, the little pellets. Yeah, and yeah. there's like kind of a lot of air in them. So like, if you are gonna eat some ice, this got like a nice texture, a nice snap to it. <laughs> yeah. Like they're the baby carrots of ice. <laughs> exactly. Well, here we go. You just fucking tell your boyfriend to start trying these different ones and start his own podcast where he re- reviews ice types, you know, like shapes and type of water used. And, uh, you know, you might get, like, ten listeners going. Ice types. You mean, like, Articuno? Nice. (laughs) Ice. You kicked me off my own podcast. (laughs) Watch me. (laughs) All right. All right, we're moving on. Yeah, I think we hit that one out of the park. (laughs) Betsy, crushing it on the first question, coming in hot to melt this ice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. My 19F boyfriend 24m and his quote-unquote joking my boyfriend and i have been together for about six months and lately he jokes around with me to the point where it gets disrespectful today he said to me i bitch we were discussing an issue and again and then got really mad at me when i said i felt disrespected he said he is so mad that i even thought he would talk to me like that and how i'm showing signs of insecurity when all i said was don't ever call me a bitch then he said All jokes go over my head, and he's going to stop joking because every joke goes over me. But his jokes can be insulting or disrespectful, even if he does does not bad intentions. This is a fucking nightmare of a question. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then he called me weak for letting jokes go over my head, and that means I am weak, and he won't have a weak girlfriend. I started to get mad because I know my worth and who I am, and he then said he respects me. He expects me to read his mind about his jokes and calls me weak if I don't. TLDR, am I crazy? Is this all joking? And that was posted by Erotic Princessa. Dear God, dude. I mean, just build up the air horns already. I, we can honestly just smash those. He sounds like a dick. Question. <laughs> did, you all, yeah. did you all hear that? Oh, fuck, dude. My ears hurt after how loud that one was. Yeah, that was the air horns. 
Oh God! It's oh, like and we're, sirens. Let me get back to this. Uh... Oh, there's something you said that drove me crazy. Well, damn it. Yeah, go on. Sorry. No, go on. Go on. I'll, I'll get back to this. So, I think you already know the answer for this. He sounds like a dick and you should break up with him. Yeah. Because at some point, if you say, hey, this makes me feel disrespected, and they just go, well, why, why is this my problem? Then they're not, that's not good. <laughs> like no, that's fucked up for sure. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Like, cause I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I might in fact say, I bitch to something. Uh, and if anybody ever said to me, don't ever call me a bitch, I'd be like, huh, noted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're not and, a and dick. Especially if it's your girlfriend. Dude. Right. Jesus Christ. And then like saying that you're weak for not getting a joke, like. You're not that funny, then. Yeah. No, it's a <laughs> You're just it's a being shitty lazy joke. and telling really shitty jokes and expecting people to laugh at you. Like, really? And yeah, it, and it doesn't awesome. matter what your intentions are there if, yeah. you know, if your asshole is telling you to fuck off with this and then it bugs them. Like, so, my, yeah. My only worry, though, is as you said, you know, you already know the answer to this. The fact that she's asking this and asking if she's crazy, like, yeah, you got to maybe check out your self-esteem a little bit there. Because I think to most people, this would be just immediate fuck this person. Like, well, yeah. yeah. What, what position are you in that you are OK with this to the point that you're still with this guy enough to be posting this question? Yeah. Like, she says she knows her own worth. And like, I'm sure she does, but she should actually show that by turning on him and going bye bitch <laughs> yeah yep ah <laughs> oh, nice yeah you gotta end it with that line yeah, yeah, and just yeah. make it full circle let's uh let's head on down to the comment section here see what's going on uh user ding a ling long says jokes should be funny what he's doing is not joking it's called being an asshole don't let your partner call you a bitch you've already warned him make sure to follow up by dumping him if he does it again he won't respect you if you don't res- respect yourself and he won't have a weak girlfriend, she quotes, or he or she quotes. Likewise, I hope you don't have an asshole of a boyfriend. Yeah. Boom. If you want a wrecked. weak girlfriend, how about no girlfriend? Yeah. No, exactly. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no working through this if you've already no. talked to him, and, yeah. and he's doubling down on it. This guy needs to uh, get his shit together. Stop yeah. being an asshole. True that. Yeah. No relationship is worth you putting your boundaries at risk. And if your boundaries are, don't call me a bitch and don't be an asshole, then, you know, stick with us. Boom. Hell yeah. All right. Well, later, bitch, to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he called the. That's what he called the girl, which was really shitty. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, I believe it's anonymous question box time. Hell yeah. Uh, just to. <clears throat> Just to reiterate, we have our uh, anonymous question box available, I think, on all of our social media and now pinned to the top of our uh, our website below the latest episode. Uh, if you have a question you would like to submit to the podcast, uh, you can put it there. You don't have to make an account or anything. Uh, you just type your question and send it in, completely anonymous, and uh, we'll respond to it on the podcast. Making it easy. Uh, so Noted. here we go with our latest question from Anonymous. Writing in to say two things. Number one. Arthur laughing at his own jokes is one of the best parts about this podcast. <laughs> you keep doing you, A-cakes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Two, an actual question. Uh, 
I haven't really been dating in the last couple of years because I've been wrapping up graduate studies, and I just haven't had the mental or emotional energy to get out there and meet new people. And I'd already kind of dated through the pool of available people in my program, lol. Now that I'm wrapping that up, I, 27F, would like to start getting out there again, and I was thinking of picking up a hobby or two to meet new people. Since I would like to meet a nice dude, and I seem to have an incredible knack for picking up hobbies and jobs that are populated entirely by ladies, I thought I'd ask you two for suggestions. You three. <laughs> uh, I gotta stop doing that terrible laugh. I know Bumble is an option, but I haven't had a lot of success getting more than a hookup out of that, and I'm trying to get out of that booty called life. Suggestions? Question mark, question mark. Posted by uh, Anonymous. I am a haver of many hobbies that are populated almost exclusively uh, by dudes. Uh, I'm not 100% X-Wing? X-Wing, playing a lot of X-Wing miniatures. I got some Warhammer 40k miniatures to play a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, that's, that is being more and more uh, populated by women, which is uh, awesome. I love to have more representation in that community. Um, but uh, if you have any kind of nerdy inclination at all, and you like playing with little plastic starships, you can get into X-Wing right now. They got second edition coming out in September. It's a free plug for FFG. Um, like, if that sounds at all, like, it's dudes. It's all dudes. You will find dudes. <laughs> and they will be fucking mesmerized that there's a girl at the hobby store. You get your pick of the litter. There you go. Yeah, hop onto a uh, hot tub. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Hot tub. <laughs> hop onto a starship and uh, go light speed directly into uh, Penis Town. Yeah. Penis Town? <laughs> you kept saying hop onto a hot tub. Did I say that again? I thought, it, I thought you were going to say hot topic. I thought I said starship or something. No, you, you eventually did say starship, and I'm very proud of you for finally getting through it, but it... <laughs> You definitely said hop into the hot tub, which was, that was pretty cool. Son of a bitch. I don't know, man. Maybe the spaceship has a hot tub in it. Oh, my God. If I had a spaceship, it would have a hot tub in it for sure. I am going to, I'm going to suggest uh, another hobby that I've mentioned before, and Arthur has laughed at me. Uh, I was doing rock climbing for a bit there, and if you are interested in that, um, you go to one of those gyms, and it's a lot different than like going to a weightlifting gym or something, where like nobody wants to talk, and it's definitely kind of weird trying to talk to somebody at like the workout type gym. Um, but I met a lot of people doing that because one, it's kind of standard; you're going to be doing some of the same routes as other people, and so there's like immediate conversation there, you know, talking about how to get past a route maybe you're stuck on. Uh, and if you're bouldering, like half the time of bouldering is just kind of sitting on the mats resting and it's kind of the same thing like you got stuff to people to talk about with people all these people have similar interests uh most of these people are in pretty good shape because they're climbing so that's a that's a nice little filter there and uh you know on top of that if you're looking to go outside eventually or like get a belay partner like it's pretty easy just to ask me to do that you know if you, if you liked him talking to him for a bit and that's kind of an easy uh you know end to make a new friend and potentially like a relationship situation so that's that's my big one. I keep I keep coming back to, but Arthur, don't laugh at me this time. I think it's I think it's a good idea. I want to make it clear that I I laughed at the absurdity of meeting some like it just seemed absurd to me to meet someone at a rock climbing gym at first, but once you explained it to me, I fully understand and support this decision. 
No, it is, that's true. I guess that is kind of goofy. No, it makes sense. Like you just roll in there. I got I got a thing for people who wear harnesses. Well, you came to the right place. There's other conventions for that. Nice, nice. Oh yeah, actually, not, not a bad, not a bad angle where you were going. Yeah, she always hits the mangles just right when she's wearing a harness. Jesus fucking Christ. No, she's looking for guys. <laughs> That's, That's true. Just, just head on down to your, uh, find your local BDSM club. And you meet some people right there. That's, That's a pretty true. direct route. That's a hell of a hobby for uh That for is a hell people. of a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like an explanation for that, too. Where you just like, like, how'd you know you were into this? I was just trying to meet people. I was new to town. <laughs> I can imagine a scenario where that's the case. Where you're just yeah. like, trying to, I'm trying to get intimate, like, fast. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You got anything else, Javi-wise? Any other suggestions for this? Um, perhaps. Uh, we were talking about this at dinner. Like, a, yeah. like, if you write at all, trying to find, like, a writing circle where people, like, get together and, like, share work, their work with each other and workshop and stuff. Nothing is more intimate than poetry, <laughs> like sharing the things you write. It's true. And I'm not sure what your graduate program is, but if it's in the humanities, then that might be something of interest. Definitely. No, you're right. That isn't a bad idea. You know, everybody working on that is going to be putting uh, a lot of their heart into there. So I feel like yeah. you can get a handle on who people really are pretty quickly. <coughs> get a sense I was of gonna, who's I was going to throw out, too. I've never done this. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I know people who do, like, you know... Uh, uh, like adult soccer or kickball leagues and shit like that. And yeah. uh, from what I understand, you go do that. It's a good time. And then you get a bunch of drinking buddies because usually they do like social events too. Fuck uh, yeah. So that's an option too. Yeah, that's fucking rules. Pick three of your favorite hobbies or things that you think you might want to try, like doing a soccer thing, and then look around in your community for what's there and you will absolutely find people. Yeah, there you go. Make a little list, uh, go hunt them down, uh, but we know number one is going to be the local dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... Well, we wrapped that one up uh, pretty well. Let's, Hold on. Uh... Hold on. Let me just let me just look down here. Is that... Is that... Yep. Yep. This one's from the friend zone. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just got a fucking error. You got a what? I got a, uh, I got an error. I'm gonna have to restart GarageBand. Boss! We're back in. Did you catch that? Did you catch where that question was from? That question was from the friend zone. The friend zone? Yeah, friend zone. Do you wanna add, do you wanna ask where the friend? Where's the friend zone? It's right here, cause... We've got a question uh, that doesn't relate to a romantic relationship. It's our segment called The Friend Zone. Okay. And here it is. Me, 26F, maid of honor to my 27F lifelong friend, want to ask, is this what you really want? Ooh. Hi there. Hello. As the title states, I, 26F, have been friends slash raised side by side in a sisterly way with my friend, 27F, for around 18 years. Her fiancé, 32M, has been an issue ever since they started dating, about four years ago. 
He's divorced, has a seven-year-old son who he has some custody of, and two other seven-year-olds from cheating on his ex-wife twice that same year. Everyone makes mistakes and goes through immature times, and I do not want to judge his character on the children. However, it is a burden for my friend that she did not know until a few years ago. He can also be immature, moody, slash irritable, controlling, won't let her go visit her brother a state away out of fear that she will cheat, even though the brother is gay and only hangs out with gay guys and straight girls, etc. Our mothers are best friends, and before the engagement, I was tasked with making being single look fun so that maybe my friend would consider breaking things off with him. Well, that didn't work, and now she's engaged. Has a dress, a ring, a venue, and a date a year away still. We hang out and talk regularly, and it's starting to eat away at me thinking that she might not want to go through with this slash not know how to verbalize this. I want to ask her how she's doing and where her head is at, but I really don't want to be rude or put her off. Honestly, I'd love to ask her straight up if this is what she wants to commit to this man in marriage. Anyone going through something similar? The fiancé has done nothing wrong to me, and I think he and I get along decently. I just feel the pressure of her family behind me and am afraid of regretting not asking her slash giving her an out if she wants one. TLDR, BFF's fiancé is controlling and generally disliked. I want to ask the bride, to which I am a maid of honor, if she wants out. And that was posted by Pow for Days. Pow! That's a rough situation. That is pretty Because this guy certainly sounds like uh, a bit of a jackass. Yeah, a real winner. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. On the other hand, so, so I, don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing up this concern to her. As long as, you know, if she gives you an answer that is, I want to be with these, this guy and it's okay, you, you kind of got to let her do her thing after that. Like, I don't think there's any problem bringing this up once. But this is certainly the sort of thing that could strain a friendship quite a lot oh, yeah. if you keep pushing them on it. And on top of that, the fact that she's saying she feels the pressure of her family behind her, you got to make sure that you you know, aren't becoming kind of the instrument of, of the parents in this situation. Yeah. And you know, maybe they're making it look worse because they don't like this guy. Like that being said, this guy sounds like a jackass. I yeah, just... what's not to love, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you got to be a little bit careful. Just in the in the general uh, situation, won't let her visit her brother. Yeah, because she thinks because he thinks she'll cheat. Yeah, after That's... having cheated twice. Yeah, well, and and you know that cheating behavior doesn't just go away. No, uh, people have a tendency to carry out the same patterns over and over again, and it's entirely possible that he's cheating, and that's why he's afraid she's going to cheat. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's such a consistent thing of the person who's worried about that and is controlling. You know, it's because they do it. And it's because they do See it. how easy it is to happen. Yeah. It's fucked up. It, at least from their mindset. I don't know. But do you think, you think this is the move, is just directly confront her? Because I feel like that's all you can, all you can yeah. do here. I think if they've been really close for as long as, like, the story seems to say they have been... They're probably at a relationship where they can be perfectly honest with each other. And I honestly would sit her down and just say, I have some concerns. I think your family has some concerns. And then list some of them. So it's not just 
you coming off as I don't want you to do it. It's like, <clears throat> I want you to make the best decision for you based off of things that I don't think you're seeing. Definitely. No, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it seems like a good approach to it. And make it, I guess, is like you're saying, is, is least kind of confrontational yeah. uh, as possible. Because I feel like a lot of people would just back off if you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Right. Especially if, you know, she's kind of in a situation where it seems like she's being manipulated by this dude a bit. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah. Like, it, it but, can't hurt to just say, like, you know, I support with whatever you decide to do. I just want you to make the best decision for you based off of all this information that you may or may not be seeing. And now that you know this, just being honest with yourself. Because she might actually be feeling some of this, but she might be trying to weigh that off over, I like him. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard in a relationship where you have to weigh all these <clears throat> negative things that other people are telling you versus how you feel about that person. And if you're just kind of staying in the relationship because it's comfortable. Yeah. That's totally true. You got to kind of lead with, um, like, girl, I care about you. You've been my sister, like, my whole fucking life. And I want to make it clear that, uh, you know, I don't. I don't hate your man, right? But I do have concerns, right? <laughs> I would want people to do that for me. Yeah. People have done that for me. <laughs> no, same, and definitely so. And, and and it's easy too, though, if you're in this situation to be like, like you can almost logically know that they're right, but still double down on it. Oh, but yeah. I, I think having you know at least somebody say that to you does kind of reinforce if you're deep down feeling this. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, I don't know, like maybe this is just me, or he's not that bad. Uh, you know, having second opinions, like somebody else's perspective, reinforcing what you're feeling there, uh, I think could be good. It might be enough even to push her out of this. Like maybe, like yeah, uh, Betsy, like you were saying, maybe she's on the fence, and maybe, uh, you know, her friend saying something will be like, oh, okay, well, maybe my feelings are valid here. Uh, maybe I should ditch this chud. Yeah, that, I mean... That's something that happened for me very recently with people kind of helping me realize my true feelings for someone and just kind of helping me realize that it's not something I should be holding on to just because I was comfortable. Yeah, I gotcha. Do you, do you think you would have stuck with it had uh, people not, you know, come and talk to you? Maybe. I think it would have gone on for a little bit longer, but ultimately it was people helping validate how I felt that made me more confident in ending it. Yeah, gotcha. The fucking well, rules. Then... <laughs> we ought to have we ought to have more women on this show. <laughs> they to have they appear to have a unique perspective that I <laughs> that I value. This is true. Yeah. And we can uh we can flood our audience with a little less testosterone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week, I led off our relationship advice podcast with a belch. I am clearly qualified to do this. <laughs> Somebody was mentioning that to me. They're like, it cracks me up. You guys burp a lot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> We're gross. You guys haven't since I've been here. I feel like a good influence. Hold on. We're on our best Hold on. I'm going to get another beer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Prepare yourself then. He's, he's going to be building one. Here it comes. Yeah. He already ate, like, a jalapeno burger at dinner, so I'm, like, (laughs) 
don't like being in close quarters with him already. <laughs> oh, what a delightful, what a delightful combination. And we're just here, sh- we're just here up close sharing that mic. <laughs> uh, well, I think we, uh, I think we knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, crush it. Let's, uh, let's uh, move on to this next question here. And uh, in the meantime, uh, Patsy, try to try to hang on and not be uh, smothered by Arthur's death burps. Should be up here. I believe in you. <laughs> I wanted. I just want to uh, preface this particular question with: This is a motherfucking text wall, so strap the fuck in. Oh God! Yeah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is a big one. Uh, Damn, son. <laughs> I'll put. I'll put. I'll put a little speed on it because I think it was a good one. Here we go. Love of my life, 25M. Love of my life in parentheses, by the way, or in uh, quotation marks. So, love of my life, 25M. Dump me, 24F, three months ago. I'm heartbroken, but finally dealing. Now he's dating a girl that looks like me, does the same job as me, and has similar hobbies. (laughs) It's like the wound is fresh again. How do I deal with this? Some background is for sure in order here. A lot of background, apparently. I was dating Kevin for almost three years. (laughs) For almost three years. I know where you're young, but I was truly, truly in love with him, and I thought he loved me as well. I thought we were being patient, but taking all the necessary steps to stay together forever. In mid-April, Kevin took me to dinner, and to be totally honest the way he asked, I thought that he was going to propose, and I was going to have to very awkwardly tell him that while I loved him with my whole heart, and I did not want to marry him, and I did want to marry him someday, but now is not the time for this, as I still want to get my MSN, and that was my focus. Your Microsoft network? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I was very confused about that, too. Uh, Well, it turns out I was completely wrong, and he ended up dumping me in the middle of the restaurant. I was physically ill. I threw up in the bathroom. I cried my eyes out. I had to call my best friend who helped me get home. Basically, I was in such shock that night, I didn't even ask him why. Over the course of the next week, I did all the typical dumped girl things. I begged him to take me back. I tried to rock his world with sex. That's so humiliating looking back. I promised him I'd change. I would quit my MSN program and devote all my time to him. During that week, I found out that his reason for dumping me was that he felt like in dating me for so long and while so young that he felt like he'd sacrificed any variety he needed to experience. During that week, it still didn't phase me, and I still tried everything to get him back. I think maybe nine days after the breakup, it finally occurred to me that he wasn't taking me back no matter what, and I resolved myself to not contacting him, moving on, and trying to start over. All of that is harder said than done because I've lost 11 pounds. I still cry almost every day. I tried Tinder, but bail out of really promising guys at the last minute because I think of all the ways that they aren't Kevin. Fuck Kevin! Yeah, I'm on that train. Basically, I'm dealing with this, but I'm not doing a good job. I had not seen or heard from Kevin since last April, which, if nothing else, was a good sign that I was moving on. Then, earlier this week, I went out to dinner with my mom and dad. I saw Kevin's very distinctive walk as he was holding the door for another girl. I was, of course, super curious, and when I got a good look at her, I was pretty shocked that she had a very similar appearance to me. Medium build, medium height with dark hair and blue eyes. My stupid dad, I love him to death, but dear God, dad, said something that looks something like, that looks like Kevin over there. (laughs) 
and actually called him over to our table. Oh, fuck. Kevin and my dad always got along great, so Kevin very awkwardly complied and came over with his date. Uh, I was polite but cold, and Kevin introduced us to his new friend, as he called her. uh It was as awkward as you can imagine, even though they were at the table for maybe 30 seconds. My dad asked why he hadn't seen Kevin around, and my mom chastised him for being the densest man on earth. And I did my best to hold back an absolute explosion of tears. I got home from dinner, called my best friend, and told her that I saw Kevin. She said that she knew from mutual friends that he was dating a new girl, but he hadn't seen her met her yet. I told her how it really sucked because Kevin had broken up with me for a variety, but the girl basically could have been my cousin. She told me that, well, that wasn't all. The new girl was also a nurse and also into running as her main hobby. I was like, seriously, what in the fuck? He basically replaced me with me. So his thing about variety was total bullshit, but the thing that sucks is I feel more rejected than I did when he actually broke up with me. I feel like since variety was utter nonsense, he actually did like my attributes, but just cause, but just didn't like me. I've spent the last few days crying more than normal and just feeling like absolute garbage because I can't even complete with, compete with people who are just like me. Basically, in addition to everything else, how in the hell do I deal with this? I'm so lost and so sad and feel like nothing will ever be okay again. I know that's dramatic, but with the exception of my grandparents dying, I've never known heartbreak like this. Uh, a TLDR is definitely necessary here. My ex-boyfriend is dating a girl that looks very similar to me, has the same job as me, has similar hobbies, was finally dealing with the breakup, uh, but I got to see and technically meet her earlier in the week, and now it feels like the wound is fresh all over again because he didn't reject me for variety. He rejected me for someone very similar to me. How do I deal with this? Whew, and that was posted by, he's dating me again. I hope not. <laughs> My initial glib response is medium height, medium build, dark hair, blue eyes, describes (laughs) so fucking many people. (laughs) For real. Probably describes so fucking many nurses who are into running. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And it's not like this is like a crazy hobby. Yeah. She runs. Oh, well, fuck. You're literally the same person. Yeah. So you might be making a mountain out of a molehill. On the other hand, he did say that he was breaking up with you to get some variety in his life. And then the strange he picks up is you again. Weird. Yeah. It's almost almost like this guy has a type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All kind of absurdity of that aside, you got to stop focusing on that shit. Like, I'd know that that would be... Beyond the fact that your fucking dad had him come over to the table, that's heinous. I think that's the real issue here, is that you had to talk to this fuck when you were starting to get over it. Um, But as far as the similarities and comparing yourself and like, oh, she's just like a better version of me, like, get all those fucking thoughts out of your mind. You're doing yourself no favors. And ultimately, the fact that that might contradict the reason he gave you to break up with with you is irrelevant. Like, he did break up with you. Uh, your relationship didn't work out. You've been doing a good job of getting past it. You, you don't need to think about the technicalities there. This relationship is over, you know, short of your dad fucking you over in this situation. Uh, just stop thinking about this and do what you're doing and fucking stop contacting him. And uh, 
Fuck Kevin. Also. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Kevin. Fuck Kevin. <laughs> I'm really glad that I have that corner right there for that really good echo. I'm very happy about that. It's really weird just seeing there. you like lean back and then scream. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very nice feature. <laughs> I I will say I haven't personally experienced this, but I've had a couple friends or like we've seen pictures and their exes are just dating like it looks exactly like them. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It just it kind of cracks me up. Like. I I don't I feel like that wouldn't even bother me. I'd just be like, oh okay. Like Well <laughs> I have kind of a weird story related to this. Dish oh, no. girl, dish. <laughs> so <laughs> for a while back I was in sort of a poly relationship with someone and he had been talking to this other girl and kind of described her to me and I'm like, Oh, we have a lot of similarities, so I think we would get along really well kept describing her more and like no she just sounds like me this is kind of weird um and i didn't know how i felt about that like on all levels i should have liked her but because she was too much like me i felt like i was in competition for my space so if he showed up with a girl with uh long blonde hair enormous tits and no ass. I'm trying to describe somebody. That was the other girl. <laughs> oh, sure. That was the third one. <laughs> no, it really was. Damn. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was just kind of weird to feel like I was in competition for my own space. So, I kind of really feel for her, especially with the context of her the breakup where he's like, I want variety, but then goes and picks the same girl. It's just kind of really very weird so she's not reading too much into it in my eyes but Mm -hmm. i think eventually it is something that she's going to have to come to term with with is um it's not you competing for your space in his life it's just you accepting that there's other people like you out there in the Mm. world i guess no i get you and he happened to find that same thing, <laughs> which is weird. Having and a type, man. It's that whole doppelganger thing, yeah. too, though. Like, like an aspect of horror movies. Like, there is something deeply unsettling of like it's in the really sense weird. literally finding yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I get what you were saying with having to kind of compete for your space. Like, if you're even like in a friend group or something, and somebody comes along as a little similar. Yeah. I, I, I get that like kind of weird competitive impulse thing. There. Yeah. You have to be like, you know. I'm the better doppelganger and kind right. of like a, in a gut feeling way. That's exactly what it is. And I am the superior me. Yeah. yeah. And him bringing that girl into the relationship that we were building largely is part of why I left, is I didn't feel comfortable competing for attention with somebody who was basically myself. <laughs> so I was like, like you actually. Don't, you don't need me. You got one. Yeah, that's essentially it. <laughs> like you found me, but not sick. So, <laughs> no, that's wanna, that's really that's really about? interesting. Yeah. Huh? Well, did you want to talk about that? Not because you mentioned not sick, and oh. we mentioned you being in the oh, hospital twice. Yeah. I think it's probably. I think there are probably people who are puzzling over it. So I have cystic fibrosis. <laughs> um, it's a genetic lung disorder. I like it's not. I don't know. It's kind of like weird to bring it up, but 
I don't know. I just just more uh, more into the mystery that is your weirdo guess. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Uh, if you guys are curious, just Google it. You'll figure it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I I kind of feel for Kevin uh, in that having a type's not wrong. You know, you have something you're attracted to. No. And so you'd sort of, you gravitate towards somebody who has those features. Yeah, but be honest about it. Don't tell who you're breaking up with that you want variety and then go for your type, now, which is her. Now, might I say, I think that if we look beneath the surface of what he said, because he said he wanted variety, I think he wanted a variety of different vaginas on his face and mouth and penis. <laughs> I, I, gotta get, I gotta get back to it again, though, man. Like, people oftentimes giving the reason for a relationship breakup it is just gonna be bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oftentimes it's like, it's not even worth, like, telling the other person in situations like this, I feel like, because that's just, that's kind of shitty and insulting. Like, yeah, I, I guess just want to fuck other people. Ooh, I feel I like need... you can just, just end the damn thing. I don't, I don't need this information. I need the bullshit. I need someone to give me a bullshit answer. Like, I need something, because I will just... If I get dumped and I get no explanation, I will be unmoored from reality for months. (laughs) I need some... Anchor me. Tell me it's my fault. You know? I I get you. But in that case, then just fucking, I don't know, articulate a little bit better fucking, I don't know, variety. That just seems like a very... I, I know that wanting to have sex with other people... Like, that can be an important enough thing for some people not to want to be in a relationship. Right. Uh, but, I don't know, ver- variety. Like, this isn't a fucking trip to the grocery store. It just, uh, it strikes me as kind of shallow and insulting, if, that, if that's what you got broke up with. This kind of sucks because there's, like, no good answer for her, I feel. Because if it's not her competing for her, it's just that... Like, I don't know. Like, it kind of sucks. Like, without really knowing what his reasons were, it just looks like she wasn't enough, which sucks. Mm. No, I I hear you. And I could could get being kind of stuck on that. I understand where she's coming from, stewing over this. I'm just, I don't know. In in this sort of situation, my perspective always just gets to kind of, you got to take the realistic approach here. This guy left you and if he's leaving you for somebody similar to you then like that just reflects badly on him yeah do you do you really want to if if it literally is that he's just trying to find another you do you want to be with somebody who's you know sees you as something that can be interchanged does that make sense yeah i think my personal advice for her just real quick would be not to view it as you are easily replaceable with other people who are like you because there's clearly something about you that he liked and was with you for three years for. It just might not have been the thing that he was looking for in the end. That might be what his variety thing is. But, like, it's not you have to compete for who you are based with all these other people who may or may not look like you if he has a type. It's just you have to be good with you. And moving forward, you will find better people than Kevin who will keep you for that thing.
Kevin. <laughs> but yeah, and the, and there's more there's more nuance to a person than uh, brown hair and uh, right. running as a hobby. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if the superficial stuff matches up, that's just type based. Um, I really do think Kevin was running away because he's. Let's see. How old was Kevin? You're, yeah, he was 25 years old. He'd been with someone since he was 22, and he was afraid he was going to miss out on a chance to get some strange. And, uh, you know, I think that's better than cheating, probably. Yeah, definitely. At least it's yeah. honest in that sense. Yeah. Not great, but better than cheating, which many people consider to be the worst thing you can do. So, Well, there's one point for you, Kevo. <laughs> All right. I give Kevin no points. No points well, for Kevin. <laughs> no points for Kevin. <laughs> Fuck your variety. Speaking of variety, though, uh, how about we go to this next question that is not yeah. a goddamn text? Hell yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to offer you the opportunity, if you wanted to, to read a question if you would like, Betsy. Oh, me? Yeah. Do you want to read one? I can edit this out if you don't. I mean, I can. I'm just super dyslexic. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't want to do that. Cause no, let's good. see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, okay. give it a try. If you get halfway through and you're like, I don't really want to do this, we can, we can always edit it. Okay. All right. This question is, I, 19 female, really don't want to king shame him, 22 male. All right, so this is obviously a throwaway. I just need advice to get this off my chest. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost three years. I was his first everything. Late in our first year, we got around to talking about kinks, fetishes, fantasies, etc. He had one major one, which was weird, but I thought I can, I, but I can handle it, or so I thought. This kink involves rubbing his junk on my fuzzy items. <laughs> Think fleece blankets or any other super warm fabric. I have a onesie that he really seems to enjoy. That part is important. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it came to a head about six months after that. He couldn't orgasm or even get hard without it. He would get depressed when I mentioned that it was uncomfortable. We had a big fight about it, and he agreed to try and tone it down, and he did. Now to last night. We were having sex, and it was mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Right up until he whispers, oh my god, onesie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I could sense that the change in me was immediate and got off. Asked what was wrong. I asked him what he was doing, and he said he was thinking about masturbating with my onesie while we were fucking. <laughs> I dried up faster than a sham wow. <laughs> <laughs> immediately went to sleep i felt used and dirty like i was a pocket pussy like he was horny and i just happened to be there this morning he tried to initiate again and i literally felt sick i didn't want him to touch me in the three years we've been together i've never been turned off by his touch i have no idea what to do do i leave him i'm a hypersexual person and i can't be imagine being with somebody i'm sexually incompatible with if not, leave him. Is there any other advice you can give? Has anyone had a similar experience? Please help me, Reddit. <laughs> and this was uh, this was posted by this uh, was posted Throwaway Fuzzy Kink. Man, 
<laughs> what a, what about this makes it so that you can't what about it makes it so you can't just join in the fun like what a, like okay so if this onesie's like a big fucking thing for him i would make that a crotchless onesie and fucking go to town put on the fucking crotchless onesie <laughs> you would make this guy's decade like he would freak all the way out but like oh my god onesie it doesn't sound like she's part of it it sounds like he just wants to fuck the onesie hmm no nah, nah, I, I feel it i think that's a commonality with certain kinks too especially something like this that is kind of so specific perhaps yeah. he is uh, objectum sexual and he's not sexually attracted to humans but sexually attracted to objects <laughs> that's a thing yeah uh, but he's been clearly having sex with her previous to talking about the fuzzy objects and then they've been dating for three years yeah that's why did it never occur to anyone to put on the onesie and fuck in it no it's a onesie (laughs) cut the crotch out the onesie i'm not gonna ruin a like 60 dollar onesie he that's his that's his onesie now to me, he can in my buy mind. his own onesie. No, oh, 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 you see. can't is replace she, this onesie. <laughs> this is a specific. Was she not wearing the onesie? No, he when just they were wa- fucking. That was my understanding. No, 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 no. He just wanted to rub against the onesie. Oh, okay, so they're having normal sex, and then he whispers, oh and then he, oh, yeah, oh, no, god, yeah, oh my god, onesie. Yeah, he's thinking yeah. about fucking the onesie, not her. <laughs> Put, but okay, all right, so. No, it's imagine, like really insulting. Imagine fucking a onesie, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Just think about that. <laughs> I got. I've always got that uh, queued up in my imagination. And That's then, a common one. and then put a living, breathing human being in that same onesie and think about having sex with that combination. It's not a bad combination, but the issue is. He wasn't wanting to fuck her. She wanted to fuck yeah. the onesie, but he was fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I, really insulting. Okay. Here's I, the thing. No, yes. no, no, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you are having sex with that person, I don't know. Uh, personally, I would like to hope the person is thinking about me when they're having sex with me. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> and not anyone else or a onesie <laughs> if you're th- <laughs> totally if no you you're totally like, right oh my god that sushi pillow like i would I- like leave <laughs> my sushi pillow out of this <laughs> that, that's what i was trying to that's what i was trying to get to before as i think yeah. with certain kinks like this it can be especially if the other person it's not their thing it can be somewhat of an issue, and I get being somewhat insulted by it feeling like they're more attracted to this kink than you personally. Like, this could be anybody, yeah. as long as the onesie, you know, yeah. whatever it be, is involved. And, and I understand that anxiety and, and, you know, insulted feeling you get from that. Absolutely. Yeah. On, on the other hand, though, you know, it, I just, it's not like he whispered another girl's name. It's, that it's would be a goddamn, worse. It's a goddamn onesie. It's, it is a onesie. Know, it's I'm just, not it's sure. Kink. I'm not sure how the onesie never got made crotchless and the all fuck in it. That's what I'm having trouble with. If he's I'm, so I'm, hot I'm for the onesie, you. but then go for I say go for okay, it. Okay, here's the other thing. She'll get, she'll get really hot in that onesie. That's true. <laughs> it's like, a onesie. Yeah, just thinking of, like, 
It's making me sweat, like, thinking about if I were in the onesie. <laughs> Just crank the I air conditioning I would be uncomfortable. Up. Both of you put those fucking feety onesies on. Some of them even have... Some of them even have the ass flap that you can That's pull true. down to use the oh. toilet. Like, it's fucking... It's now sick. I'm actually a little bit turned on at the idea of the flap that you can pull down the flap. Yeah, there we go. That's kind of... I that, wanted... I legit wanted a onesie for myself, but after this, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> there was a cute fox one at Target, and I wanted it, and now I'm like, I can't do it. They've been ruined. Do they have a butt flap? By, by the way, by the way, what about the uh, what about the texture here? Like, I feel like there would definitely be some uh, what's well, the some friction with the fuzzy item. Well, I know, like. I know it's common for girls to, like, rub up against stuffed animals, so I guess that's kind of the same mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you I... have any additional perspective on girls rubbing up against stuffed animals? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not my thing, but... Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm with Arthur on this, you know. If, what? If it, doesn't, yep. if, if it doesn't bug you too much... You know, yeah, I guess if it, it doesn't bug you too much, you can compromise. But like, it's still kind of super fucked up. Like, okay, <laughs> it was basically using her body to masturbate. Like, that that's is, really okay. problematic. In that particular moment, the way that it was handled, I do not like. I do not like that he was essentially masturbating with her body. That's fucked up. Yeah, I think what they should have done months ago <laughs> was make a want, will, won't list. Hey, and. I'm I'm sure the number one thing on want list for him is onesie. Is onesie. And then if onesie is not on your want list, if like you're if you're not just diametrically against. opposed against it, then it should be incorporated into the into your sex life. I think it should at have been incorporated into the sex life. Try it. Yeah, at least give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out and he has a fetish about it, then maybe you guys, you know, maybe you got to hit them air horns on it. Like, fetishes are a fucking serious thing, man. Yeah, they are. No, and, and, and I hear you, and I understand being insulted like this. Like, something like this would bug me to some extent. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't think it is, you know, incredibly fucked that they've been dating for three years. He has this fantasy that he's told her about, but apparently, you know, they haven't really tried out together that much it sounds which like. is mind-boggling to me that they haven't no, tried it out definitely, together if it's such a big deal but, to him. but yeah but while having sex you know after three years here you know i think it, you'd see a person's mind you know wandering a little bit and it's not like he's thinking of a different girl his mind is going to his kink thing. here it, it, it don't get me wrong it is fucking bizarre and it is somewhat <laughs> insulting i guess it's, i'm just saying it's not kink shaming <laughs> if you're like it's not my thing. Right. Like, she's not being mean to him about it, so that's not king shaming. I think her problem is that she, uh, he, he was thinking about the onesie while fucking her. No, exactly. So, exactly. why? It should be on him at that point to be like, hey, can we incorporate this thing? So, I guess it's less weird that he goes, oh, onesie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or you just adopted as a pet name from now. Like, that's her, that's her new uh, pet oh, name. Oh, And then she can be the onesie. Donovan, no. <laughs> Donovan. I'm going to have to veto that. <laughs> that's two against one, baby. 
Oh, no, I don't like this ad number. We can't vote against my brilliant ideas like this. <laughs> mm, onesie. That's just... Ugh, that makes my skin crawl. Yeah, that word had no bad connotation to me, but now I feel like just having it repeatedly <laughs> drilled into my head for the past five minutes. I, uh, oh, God. I'm going to have flashbacks every so time I see it. It was like... <laughs> onesie in the sense of like... I don't know. I, I'm, I've i lost what I wanted to say. It's gone. My grandmother, you said uh, that if you forgot what you were going to say as you were saying it, then it was a lie. That's what my grandmother said. It's probably huh. a lie. <laughs> I think that means that you are secretly into onesies then. If you were no! <laughs> you heard it here first. Betsy's into onesies. No! Boom. <laughs> Boom. Don't bring this on my house. Only, only, only the facts here at RFTB. <laughs> well, if we got nothing else for this one, can we please get the fuck away from these onesies? Yeah, please. Okay. Itchy. We can get the fuck out of here. You're getting itchy. Entirely. In fact... Uh, I think it's important to note that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower and that you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find it at thehayfellows.com, instagram.com, slash thehayfellows, or just look up the Hayfellows on, uh, on Spotify. Uh, we've got our Patreon still going. If you want to have Donovan post a photograph on his wall... Uh, the photograph of your choosing, just send $10 over to our Patreon. Do you have that uh, Patreon URL there, Dono? Uh, it's patreon.com slash Radio Free Tote Bag, I believe. We're gonna, we are got to do some updates to that, too. i, I got to yep. drop that down from uh, from 10 bucks. So maybe stand by and, uh, you know. We do have a $1 option, too. I guess what we've basically been asking here is anything you contribute uh, helps us. we got to pay our hosting costs and... Uh, you know, if you if you like the show and want to support us a little bit, like maybe just maybe just throw us a buck. We'd Here we go. Really appreciate it. If you send us one hundred dollars via our Patreon, uh, you can uh, mail an object to me by USPS, and I will stick it in my anus. How about that? <laughs> or I will come hang out with you and tell you one of my myriad of fucked up sexual stories. Hell yeah! There you go for one thousand dollars. Betsy will put on a onesie. <laughs> and say whatever you want me to say there you go are you f- okay just a real quick aside before we get out of here are you guys familiar with the custom pornography industry no i don't think so like you can send like there are um like amateur porn actors who you can send like a scenario to them like you send them an email like i want you to make me a porno where this happens and then you send them you know however much money they charge <laughs> And they make you a porno where that is, and some of some of it is like heartbreakingly like like heartwarming. Like I want to make I want to see a porno where like they hug a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh oh god. <laughs> like I'm really glad that you have an outlet for this. I really wish that it didn't have to be this. <laughs> So what you're saying basically is we should start crowdfunding uh, a Radio Free Tote Bag porno? I mean, this isn't the first time in my life where I've considered starting a porn studio, so. (laughs) That's our spinoff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, no. If you send us your favorite onesie, (laughs) we'll incorporate it it into our up-and-coming porno studio. Hell, yeah. If you send us a onesie, Betsy will wear it. <laughs> let's put that at 
Let's put that at the $25 level. You send us a, a, a Jackson and a Lincoln in the pocket of that onesie, and Betsy will put it on. We'll, we'll have we a go. photo shoot. There we go. I'll do Great it. Great idea, Betsy. I think it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, uh, you're, glad you're here you to support the around. show. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. If there's nothing else, my name's Arthur. My name is Donovan, and uh, thanks to you, Betsy, for uh, being our guest here. I just Thank stepped you. on you. Hopefully you invite me back. Not bad. Hell our yeah. first guest, we're not doing too bad. <laughs> too bad. Yeah, 20 episodes in, we finally got our first nice. guest. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's been lovely having you with us, and I uh, can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Onesie. Kevin. Fuck Kevin, though.